one, two, three, and we are live. Welcome to episode 52 of the Ask Self Belief Chief podcast. This is the podcast where people stream in from Instagram Live, and whatever questions they've got going on, whatever's going on in your life, holding you back, you know, even a story of how you're succeeding or doing well or whatever it is, then just let us, you know, let us know in the comments box below, and we'll get round to, to all of your questions, all of your comments. Um, I'm obsessed with self-belief. I'm obsessed with the concept of self-belief because I really, really struggled with it. And, you know, what I want to do is talk a little bit about my story and my my relationship with self-belief or the lack of it and actually how I've developed it and got myself in the position that I'm in now to, uh, to train, to coach, you know, people from all different backgrounds, industries all around the world, uh, connecting with these people and developing... Uh, you know really great relationships with some people who have managed to help and and push through their particular boundaries you know in life it can be a bit of a struggle can't it so i want to i want to help you push through those those boundaries now i'm going to give you something which is a system i use a system i use to help anyone understand why they do or don't have self-belief in a particular area of their life so it's called the six sources of self-belief. And what I found was through loads of research and understanding of, of self-belief that self-belief can be described or explained in terms of whether you have it or not by six things. And it's only six things that you need to have self-belief. I did research based on neuro-linguistic programming, game theory, psychology, sports psychology, all the different fields, counselling, therapy, I wanted to find all the stuff, anything to do that was related to the concept of self-belief and understand and put a really, really simple process in place for people so that they can make the change. I don't have the answers for you, but I'm going to help you make the change. So before we get on to that, I want to talk a little bit about my story with self-belief. So I, in essence, the main things for me were I had a career as a footballer growing up you know from the age of about 10 maybe you know 12 13 years 12 13 years as a footballer but just constant injuries constantly underperforming and just a complete lack of self-belief to deliver when it really mattered most uh just want to say hello to the first few people have joined so we've got anna and uh, we've got uh safi as well so hello so if you've got any questions leave them in the comments box down below in on Instagram so as an athlete it was a real struggle you know to perform in in front of an audience in front of a crowd and you'll be able to understand that you know whether you work in a corporate business or in finance or you are an athlete or you're a student or whatever to perform under that kind of pressure in front of people is a real real challenge is a real really real struggle and we're going to be able to tackle it in some way now what didn't help me was something that I uh, that you know, I experienced at school in terms of bullying. I'm part Christian, part Jewish. And some of the things that people would say about me being Jewish were really, really difficult to hear. I'll give you one quick example of a a boy who, well, I was at, I was at the centre of a group called the Hexagon of Death, which sounds cool, but it wasn't that cool. It was six boys who took upon themselves to score points on how much mental, physical and verbal abuse they could inflict on me. So being part Christian, part Jewish, you know, racism, that would score 10 points. Being hit, that would score five points. At the end of the year, they tally out the points and they pick a winner. So I had to these boys, and one day I was playing football on a gravel tennis court, right? At school, playing football on a gravel tennis court. 
and all of a sudden smoke starts to descend across the court. And one of these boys goes to me, David, can you uh, can you smell that burning? I went, yeah, yeah, I can smell the burning. And I saw I saw the smoke coming out from a chimney from a house across the road. I pointed at the house and said, I think it's coming from there. The boy said, yeah, I think you're right. He said, David, why don't you go and knock on that door, see if they let you in? I said, what do you mean? Why would they let me in? He said, they're burning all the Jews in there. Now, obviously, you know, I dealt with it, I handled it, but that was the sort of thing I would experience growing up. And it wasn't particularly nice, especially more so when I uh, came to realise later in life that uh, I actually had uh, relatives in the family who unfortunately uh, lost their lives in the Holocaust. So, you know, not pleasant. And between that and, uh, you know, football career that was going nowhere I was really 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 struggling for self-belief so I had to learn and develop and understand you know how I could help myself and in turn that led me to help other people so I said I'll talk about the six sources of self-belief and these are the six things if you want self-belief in any area of your life these are the six things you need to address firstly clarity the clearer you are of what you want the closer it comes to you the second one is focus. Whatever you focus on, you feel. So if you focus on the good stuff in your life, guess how you're going to feel? If you focus on the bad stuff in your life, guess how you're going to feel? The third one is pain. The ability to turn pain into power. If you know how to deal with a disappointment before it happens, it gives you great confidence and also you're less fearful, less anxious of, of the consequences of something happening because you know how to deal with it. The fourth source is energy. Everyone needs energy, changing the blood flow, changing the biochemistry, um, and you know, changes how we think and feel. So energy, and that can come from anything. It can be how you move your body, what you listen to, what you watch, whatever. The fifth thing is momentum. Okay, so everyone worries about not having momentum. We have momentum developing our entire lives. We just don't recognise it. And I def define momentum as how we add up the moments in our life. How we add up the moments in our life. The sixth source is growth. We've always got to have another level to go to, to strive towards, to look forward to. So those are the six sources of self-belief. If you are struggling with self-belief in any area of your life, it's because you're missing one of those six things. Clarity, focus, pain into power, energy, momentum or growth. When you have confidence, you'll be hitting all of those six things at a very high level. I promise you that. So that's the six sources of self-belief and that's how to tackle any issues to do with self-belief. So before uh, I continue on this road, I just want to address some of the uh, questions I've been asked today or got on Instagram Live as well. So first question, what have we got? Let's have a look through. First question. I lack self-belief when I feel like it's a big moment. What do I do? So, when it's a big moment and, you know, we can pretend it's not a big moment or we could try and downplay the moment, but, you know, it's an emotional thing. A big moment is a big moment for you. It might not be a big moment for someone else. Fine. How do you deal with the big moment when it comes? How can you be confident? Well, I told you those six sources of self-belief, but when it comes to a big moment, that will likely be anxiety and pressure and fear is physical. Fear is physical. So my main thing would be, energy how can we change and move the body in a particular way 
that is more in line with being confident and feeling strong and feeling controlled and calm rather than what we do with our body when we're fearful and when we're anxious. Okay, so we can change our posture. So think of how a confident person stands or in fact, think of a moment in your life where you've been confident and what do you do with your body? How do you hold yourself? How do you you know, keep yourself composed? What do you do? You know, so that's what I would suggest in terms of big moments is actually just change your body beforehand because when you feel anxious, you feel like it's a big moment, your shoulders will curl over, your head will go down and you'll start to worry and, and be concerned. Stand up straight, chest up, look up, smile, be light on your feet and you'll be in a good place. So thank you very much for the question. Uh, if you have any more questions, leave them in the comments box on Instagram below here. I'm just going to scroll through and see what else I have between the different platforms. Let's have a look what questions we've got now. Okay, any questions on self-belief in particular? Let's have a look. Next question. I want self-belief to do the thing I want to do, which my parents are telling me not to do. How can I be more confident in what I do so that I can show my parents that I'm good at it and can do it? Okay, so thank you for your question. Uh, I think I got it. So... It's a common thing I get is that, you know, depending on, it's, a, it's quite a cultural thing as well in terms of parents saying, you need to go down this particular line. If there's something you want to do, just say to them and always start with this because this is for any parents, this is the weak spot. You start with, I love you. And if you start with that, that wall will come down, that sort of tension or whatever will come down. Say, I love you. I appreciate everything you've done for me. There's something I want to do and I'm, I want to dedicate 18 months to it. 18 months trying to commit. And if I if I can't build the leads or contacts or I can't show any sort of development, um, then, you know, I, I will go back to doing what you want to do. So just frame it right. Just show them that you appreciate what they've done for you. You have all the rest of your life to do something that maybe they want you to do. But just be confident and just spend a finite period doing what you want to do. So hello to a few more people who have joined. So we've got Kavuk, uh, Miss Cutie Pie, Beth. Hello, all of you joining. Um, next question from Anna. But can you tell me some body language hints on how to tell someone is lying? <laughs> well, you are you playing are you playing poker at some point? Um, not. I'm not trying to get, use this for. I don't have a superpower or trying to manipulate people with it. But I'll give it a go. Um, you know, body language tips in terms of people lying. Interesting. Um, there's a few things which um, some studies have proven or, or and then other studies have disproven, but there's a few things. Um, one of them is if you're talking to someone, if they look off to their left, up and to their left, they're usually lying. I would say uh, just a general lack of eye contact when you're asking them a question, if they can look you in the eye, then it's a sort of a signal that they're, you know, confident in what they're saying and they're trusting in what they're saying. If they look away, it's they're trying to come up with a, a story or a concept other things that might do is they they shift their body away so if they're standing straight to you everything is pointed to you usually their person is feeling quite confident and quite honest if they start to turn their bodies so slightly then um you know it suggests that maybe they're less comfortable with what they're saying and that could hint towards them lying but, uh, but that's not the sort of question I'm looking for. But thank you. It was an interesting one, nonetheless. And by all means, 
hopefully you're on a maybe you're on a poker table and that's going to help you make a load of money i don't know uh hello zara who's just joined as well um i think what we'll do is we will wrap up um the podcast take those tips on board those six sources of self-belief and i want to leave a question for you today which is uh, by all means you can dm me on instagram you can leave me an email at selfbeliefchief at gmail.com uh, or you can just message me on my website or wherever else facebook blah 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 linkedin question for you today is what do you do when you lack self-belief do you find you crumble do you find you rise to the occasion because you can work it out what do you do when you lack self-belief so email me at selfbeliefchief at gmail.com or my website at selfbeliefchief.com you can dm me on instagram facebook twitter wherever um and or you can connect with me on linkedin but otherwise thank you all for joining thank you for your questions um my name is david holman if you change today today will change your life so enjoy the rest of your day enjoy the rest of your life wherever you are and i'll see you on episode 53